1: Welcome to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. With the weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now, here's your host, Ed Meyer. And good evening and welcome to Winning Ponies. I'm your
0: host, Ed Meyer, and thank you for taking time to join us as we talk about the Sport of Kings and the greatest weekend of the year. This is better than your birthday, Christmas, and Thanksgiving for me, all rolled into one. This Saturday, Kentucky Derby 136, and the Kentucky Yokes takes place the day prior. That's fancy for it. it. takes place tomorrow, Saturday, first Saturday of May, the Derby. It is upon, and time has come to crown the three-year-old king, etch his name in the history books with all of the greats before, or her. There is a Philly running. Winning Ponies has been doing very well all year long, and Derby Day is a time to shine. Take a look at the site. I think that you're going to be extremely excited. The talking is over. The looking has to begin. I think you're going to be very pleasantly surprised in the ease of use. I think you'll like it. If not, let us know. Let us know what you like and don't like. That's how we get better. They produce some wagering data that uh, not only has proven, it's made some money that can make your day a winning one. And talking about a winning one, big thanks to my good friend John Englehart for uh, getting me and helping me with so many great guests. This week is no exception. This is Derby Weekend. So instead of doing a little recap of last week, because it just doesn't matter about preps, they're over. The talking is done and the running is it's time to go with it. We're going to do a little bit of talk about uh, some other things, all things racing for Oaks and Derby. Our special guest of the week in segment number two is one Miss Jenny Reese talking about the Derby, one of the last true turf riders in America, two-time Eclipse Award-winning rider, very good friend of John Englehart's, made a call. Jenny was glad to do it, and, and I'm very thankful that she was. It's, it's an honor to have her on. Danger Stan's going to be calling in. He's gonna handicap the Oaks and the entire Derby car with me. Yep, we're gonna keep him at bay. Our man dangerous Dan, someone paid the ransom? He's actually going to do this. We only hit the up his contract to a million five, but hey, it was well, well worth it. All right. Without further ado, there's no recaps to talk about. There's nothing more. Let's talk about the field for the Kentucky Oaks. Purse five hundred eighty four thousand three hundred a mile and an eighth of grade one taking place on Friday. From the top down, number one, it's tea time. That's my choice. Alan Garcia, 15 to 1. Number two is Jody Slew, Miguel Mena, 30 to 1. Number three, Quiet Temper, Robbie Alvarado in the Irons, 10 to 1. The four is Age of Humor, Raji Marat, 30 to 1. A bit of Favorite, number five, Blind Love, Rahel Bejarano, 6 to 5. The six is Beautician, Alex Elise, 15 to 1. Seven, Crisp, Joel Rosario, 8 to 1. Very nice price. The eight, title Pool, Calvin Boral, 8 to 1. Nine Bella Diamante, Mike Smith thirty to one. Champagne de Oro is the ten, with Mike Garcia thirty to one. The eleven evening Jewel Kentisermo ten to one. The twelve Alalia, Johnny Velasquez fifteen to one. The thirteen Amen Hallelujah, Julian leperu at eight to one. The fourteen Joni's Catch, Paco Lopez thirty to one. Blinkers on Alalia. All starters carry one hundred twenty-one pounds, and, and if you're looking for where to catch it on TV, Bravo will have it. 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that is where you're going to be catching the Oaks. I know, it's the girls' derby. It's what it's all about. Trust you, me, if you watched last year, you would have seen possibly one of the most impressive runs that you'll see in your lifetime. Right now I'm watching TVG and they're going over the fields. I've got the sound turned down, they're talking about the fields. And let's go down the field for the Kentucky Derby 136. Let's take a look at them here. The one looking at lucky, Jared Gomez is three to one. Two Icebox, Jose Lescano ten to one. Three Noble's Promise, Willie Martinez twelve to one. The four Super Saver, Calvin Burrell fifteen to one. The five Line of David, Rafael Bejarano, thirty to one. The six Stately Victor, Alan Garcia thirty to one. Boy, was he a good guest, nice guy. And then he goes on to win the. Three quarter million dollar bluegrass. Seven is American Lion, David Flores, thirty to one. We got the eight Dean's Kitten. Robbie Alvarado, fifty to one. The nine, make music for me, Joel Rosario, fifty to one. The ten, Patio Prado, Kent DeSormony Irons, twenty for your one. Eleven is Devil May Care. Johnny Velasquez, ten to one. The twelve is Conveyance. Martin Garcia, twelve to one. Thirteen is Jackson Ben, Mikey Smith, fifteen to one. Fourteen is Mission Impossible. Rajiv Murat, twenty to one. The fifteen discreetly mine. Javier Castellano, thirty for your one. The sixteen awesome act Julian Lepru, ten to one. The seventeen Dublin. Terry Thompson, twelve to one. Eighteen is back Miguel Mena, fifty to one. The nineteen homeboy Chris Ramon Dominguez, fifty to one. Rounding out the field of twenty is Sydney's candy Jojo Talamo, scratched off the favored last year as he was scratched the morning of. I want revenge. But this year, he's got Sydney's Candy at 5 for your one. That is Kentucky Derby 136 taking place on Saturday. A little bit of information for the Kentucky Derby Facts box, if you're looking for that. It is race number 11. You can catch it at 624 on S Eastern Standard Time on NBC from 4 to 7 Eastern Time. It's also on ESPN Radio 5 to 7 Eastern Time. The grade is... Grade 1, the distance is a mile and a quarter, total purse is $2,185,200. You want a little breakdown? Here it comes. First place gets 1425200 Then there's 400000 for second, third gets $200,000, 4th gets $100,000, and fifth gets 60000 Not too bad. Who etched their names in the history books there? got something that kind of caught my eye here a little bit. Kentucky Derby winning post positions, 1900 to 2009. Now, since 1975, they've been capping in at 20 horses. And here's the winning post positions. This is something you'll want to pay attention to. The one hole is won 12 times. Two, nine times. Three, eight times. Four, ten times. Five, 12 times six, six times, seven, eight times, eight, 10 times, nine, four times, the 10 hole, 10 times, 11 hole, three times, 12 post, three times, 13, four times, 14, two times, Fifteen, three times, 16 post, three times, get a load of this one, 17 post, zero. 18 post, 1. 19 post, 0. And the 20 post position is 2 times. Not too bad here. I'll tell you what. It's already, I mean, I have got Derby fever big and bad and ready to just chomp at the bit. And I kind of went down this. Derby winning post position since 1900. Last post to win, 1, was Ferdinand in 86. Post 2, Went to Affirmed in 78. Post 3, 1998, was real quiet. Post 4, 77 to Seattle Slough. Post 5, Funny Side in 2003. Post 6, went to 1993 to Sea Hero and Jerry Bailey. Impressive. Post 7, 2007, Street Sense. Post 8, Mind That Bird, 2009. That was just last year with Calvin Borrell. Post 10, 1972 is Riva Ridge. Post 11, 2005 is Giacomo. Post 11, 1988 winning colors. Post 12, 1971 winner, the second. Post 13, 2004 winner, Smarty Jones. And from what I'm hearing, there's going to be some major rain coming our way on Saturday. Got that from my man John. He's down there. He's uh, doing his thing at the Derby. And he said... Get a boat. He said flood warnings. Wow. That's what got me thinking about Smarty Jones when he won in the slop. Post-14, 1961 goes to carryback. 15, 2000 winner was Fupeg. 16, 2001, Monarchos. Post-17, never a winner. Post-18, 1982 winner, Gato del Sol. Post-19, there was never a winner. And post-20, last winner out. 2008 winner, Big Brown, just seems like yesterday. Big Brown, indeed. So a little, uh, little bit of Derby information there for you. You know about the Oaks Field, you know about the Derby, and you know a little bit more about what's going on with the Derby. You've heard of Eskandari being out of the Derby. Anticipate a favor for the Derby. Announcement was made, and I know Todd Plutcher was really, really upset. He noticed a little bit of filling in his left front leg and looked at it, worked on it overnight, didn't see any improvement. He said he's too special of a horse to take any chances. Todd is 0 for 24. He was not about to mess this up. Eskandary out of the Derby. Kudos to Todd Pletcher. Another day, my friend, you will be crowned. Really, really liked it here. And I was kind of going over this here. Kentucky Derby, presented by Yum Brands, quotes following the Derby post draw. Something I liked here. This is Bob Baffert. He's talking about looking at Lucky. This horse? He can't catch a break. We named him wrong. Can we change his name? You know what? You can't worry about that. We've made it this far. Nothing surprises me about this horse. He just can't catch a break. He's either inside or outside. If they hadn't changed the draw, it would have finally gotten the first break after all those years. It is what it is. You can't worry about that. You've got to break well. and If he doesn't, then you're screwed. Conveyance? Eh, he's fine. Bob Baffert hasn't started talking like this in many moons last time I remember when he was this verbal and excited was point given. Real quiet. They all kind of come back to you. And there's, there's, there's plenty of quotes by everybody. Another one that kind of caught my eye was Patio Prado, Kansas ceremony Irons, trainer Dale Romans, who rules Churchill Downs. He says, I think this is a perfect spot. It's right in the middle, gives you a lot of options. Kent can decide where he wants to place him. It's a good post to come from. It's produced the most derby winners. I have to do some research, but I think so. Mr. Romans, I think you might have something there. Patio Prado, definitely, definitely liking old Patio Prado. Well, it is time to head on to our first break. When we return, Winning Ponies is honored to have on our special guest of the week, one Miss Jenny Reese of the Courier Journal, but you're only going to hear it if you stay tuned here on Winning Ponies.
2: dollar bills and it kills and it thrills like the horns on my silverado grill I-
1: your internet flagship station for sports
0: voice america
1: sports and they're off what can't make it to the track you can still get all the action with winningponies.com the home of Horstradamus handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds quarters and arabian horses at most american and canadian tracks whether it be the triple crown breeder's cup travers haskell or your daily races don't worry let winningponies.com make some money for you
0: in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time.
1: Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I'm your host,
0: Ed Meyer. And thank you for taking the time to tune in. It is our second segment, and this is where we have our special guest of the week, and this week is no exception. Is two-time Eclipse Award-winning turf rider, one Miss Jenny Reese. Jenny, are you there?
3: Hey, Ed, I'm here, and congratulations! Winning ponies had the pick four at Churchill today. <laughs> Every once in a
0: while, they sneak in some nice prizes. I like it I that gotta, uh, you did the homework. I like that.
3: Yeah, that was great. I got to tell you, I got to give a shout out to. The Career Journal's assistant sports editor, Craig Ewing, who was the one that pointed this out to me—that um, that you all had that—so that's that's awesome.
0: Well, thank you, Miss Jenny, and thank you for taking your time. I know it's an incredibly busy week for you. It's uh, been a long one, but but an incredibly uh, great one. It's uh, it's like Christmas and Thanksgiving rolled up into a burrito for me. But uh, and I'm sure you you probably feel the same.
3: Yeah, it, it's it's great, and it, what's really been fun is they've done it a little different. Um, This Derby where the Derby horses have a special time that the Derby and Oaks horses can train. They don't have to train then, but if they choose to, it's only the Derby and Oaks horses, and therefore they have to wear their saddle towel. So that means that Todd Fletcher's many, many Derby horses are all actually wearing saddle towels, so we can identify (laughs) them. Speaking of Christmas, it's like having all these presents to open up at one time. Um, They all go out there on the track and train, and it's uh, really a a cornucopia of... uh, hot horse
0: flesh out there. You know, I'd heard from our good friend John Engelhardt. He said, "You know, Eddie. He said, you know, they they have their own special time to go out.' And you know, I think that's more of a, a focal point where you know you know what you're looking for or what you're wanting to look for, probably more yeah. so. And uh, you know, you, you don't have to kind of uh, the whole mesh of so many others working. I think it's a really special time, and I'm sure it's really a cool time to be there in the morning. I, Jenny, it's a cool I think, time to
3: be there in the morning. And I certainly ran into your colleague John." Um, both today and and a a couple days ago, and, um, you know, the only thing is some of the photographers, because there's so much going on at once, Uh, Mike Welsh with the racing Forum I think is a little um, perplexed because all these horses might be working at the same time, and uh, it's kind of hard to keep your eyes on all of them, but it really is fun to just see them all go to the track at once, just parade, bam, 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 one after another going onto the track.
0: That is so cool. Hey, it, it all started off, I believe, Tuesday. Was that the trainer's dinner? Were you in attendance for that?
3: I was not at the trainer's dinner, no. I, I, I don't was do re- anything but work this week.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, you're so busy. It's like uh, maybe a night at home or maybe maybe a few adult uh, beverages. Uh, you know, I'm just having an adult kickback. beverage
3: right now at a Mexican restaurant. Uh, just <laughs> kind of across the street from the stable gate, actually. It's not as good as – now, what's the place that has a great mashed potatoes, a Mexican place near Cincinnati?
0: Oh, uh, Mexican! El coyotes,
3: place. El coyotes, right? Yo, yeah,
0: coyotes, yes, yes, yes. Uh, and, and no, great pork chops as well. Not
3: as good as that, but it's close. close <laughs> well,
0: Jenny, I know you. I know you're close on your
3: button. Not quality of mashed potatoes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you sound like a woman after my own heart. Uh, you know about mashed potatoes, and 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 you probably have an ice cold and beer. And
3: average, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> what more could one ask for? The big Absolutely. running of the Kentucky Oaks uh, has a packed field of fourteen runners. Uh, what are your thoughts about the ladies, uh, you know, tying it up tomorrow?
3: Well, um, that's, it's an interesting race and blind luck's going to be a big favorite and, and deservedly so, but I'm going to try to beat her, this being a wise guy with Chris, who did beat her the last time they met in the Sanita Oaks. Um, I think she can run very well. And I like quiet temper too, and she's 10 to one, Chris is eight to one, uh, Line luck they got six to five in the morning line and I'm thinking she might be shorter than that in a fourteen horse field, that's a huge favorite. I think she will certainly hit the board. But um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to beat her and I'm gonna try to play some like gimmick doubles with the Oaks Derby double. I'm gonna I am gonna bet Line Luck in a luck double. The Blind mm-hmm. Luck looking at lucky double.
0: Oh, there there we go. So you've already kind of tipped your hand to the Derby a little bit. I wanted to ask you, well, did you happen to A little bit, a little to- bit,
3: because I waffled on this and it kind of went back to my original pick from a few days ago. But
0: Did you happen to catch an eyeful of It's Tea Time? This is a price horse that's actually kind of caught my fancy.
3: Fifteen to one in the line, and you know what? I mean, mm-hmm. you, you're hearing a little bit about this horse. I, I, you know, 14 horses in its own right, a mile and an uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen here. I'm hearing a little bit about Age of Humor, 30 to 1 in the line. Um, so, I mean, it'd be, this would be a great race if they had a 10-cent Superfecta. But, of course, Churchill Downs, Serving Oaks say they do not offer the 10-cent Superfecta, unfortunately.
0: Well, you know, we're going to have to make it in one way, shape, or form. But I kept coming back to the rail of tea time and amen, hallelujah. I know there's going to be a lot of prayers about the 8th pole, especially if amen, hallelujah is okay. <laughs> and Julian yeah. Leper locked up there. Uh, Kentucky Derby 136, workouts and behind the scenes. Uh, we've all been reading articles and uh, catching the whole eyeful here. Is there anything on any, any, any uh, smart guy horse, a wise guy horse, or, or someone that maybe is yeah. being, you know, not looked upon enough? Is, is there a wise guy horse that maybe we should let go of? And is there somebody that, you know, probably needs a, a little closer look?
3: Wait, you know, I missed you a little bit, Ed. What you were saying, I thought I'd actually lost you. So I missed the first part of your question.
0: Okay, uh, is for the Derby, is there a okay, wise okay, guy we horse that maybe der- is, yeah. maybe we should uh, kind of let go of a little bit for our handicapping? And is there another horse that we should pay a little more attention to during this week of workouts and uh, behind the scenes action yeah. for you?
3: Okay, you know, the wise guy horses never win, so I preface with that. But the wise guy horse earlier in the week. Uh, was patio prado and the last couple of days the wise guy horse or the buzz horse if you would is stately victor now both those horses really have not exactly shown an affinity for dirt uh, it's going to be a sloppy track um, that's really good change things too completely like it's not hard enough already to handicap these horses coming off synthetic surfaces and such but now you got to figure out how they're going to handle an off track, which it looks like it will be an off track. Um, and then, but who knows what kind of off track? Like Todd Pletcher was saying today, there's there's all kinds of fast mud, there's slow mud, you know, there's um, tracks where hosers mm-hmm. rule, and tracks where they go wire to wire. So it's, if it wasn't already difficult enough to handicap America's toughest race to try to pick the winner. Now we've got these other wrinkles to it.
0: And now I'm hearing on Saturday, we're not expecting rain, we're expecting buckets full.
3: Buckets full? I'll tell you what, I'm a little worried. 2004, they had this huge day-lose And I think it came closer than a lot of people realized that the derby having to be delayed. Uh, the good thing is, they had the, the uh, Woodford Reserve on turf the race before, and that's like an hour and 15 minutes before. and Then They've got a lot of time before that race, so they got a lot of time to work on the track. But they had to do some real patchwork up in 2004 on the first turn. Ever since they rebuilt the, or built the uh, the new clubhouse and the renovation at Churchill Downs, the drainage on the track has been, you know, a little different. And they get some kind of, you know, flooding and stuff. And mm-hmm. but and the, the track crew, which is excellent here, did a yeoman's work to... Uh, uh, you know, had the derby go off on time, and I, again, I don't think that they didn't make a big deal out of it, and I think a lot of people didn't even realize it. But if we get the same kind of rain, I'm I'm wondering about that. And of course, we always think about what happened last August. Now they got about 10 inches of rain there, but everything backed up And uh, with the you know the sewers in Louisville. You know, couldn't hold it. These are a lot of these are old sewers, and, and a lot of the whole front side was underwater. Mm. I just, that let's that was your
0: Smarty Jones, let's
3: was it just, not? Smarty Jones was 2004, but I'm talking last yeah. August when you know, it okay. flooded the Derby Museum to where it just le- recently reopened. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of the Derby barns, what would have been the Derby barns, were up to their knees in water. Um, and the whole front side was underwater. Let's just hope we don't get 10 inches of rain. That would not be good.
0: <laughs> no, it, it won't be. Uh, I don't want 10 inches of rain over the course of the summer, much less all in uh, in a weekend's time. Yeah. Okay, Jenny. You've kind of uh, now our, our listeners now have pen in hand. Okay, Kentucky Oaks. Who do we box up?
3: In the Kentucky Oaks. Uh, like, what do you, what kind of bet are you? Uh, what we're, we're mean exact the know. An exact box. In. An exacta box for the Kentucky Oaks.
0: Three horses.
3: Three horses. Okay. Chris, blind luck, quiet temper.
0: Quiet temper, and your win bet goes on. Chris. Crisp eight at is eight to one. Joel Rosario, a nice California rider. Okay, Kentucky Derby one thirty six. You got a three horse exact to box and a big fat win bet. Where do they lay?
3: Okay, I got a little chalk in here, but my top pick is is Sydney's candy. I uh, was you know, that twenty posts bothered me, but Dan Smith, who was the longtime director of publicity at Del Mar, who I really respect as being one of the best handicappers I know, I was telling him I was wavering. And that he goes, do not waver this horse, I think is a serious horse, and he should handle the dirt. he's worked very well, the off track I don't think will hurt him at all. He's by candy ride those horses
0: did we lose Miss Jenny? I think we lost Miss Jenny, but we were on the we were on the uh, bubble there, and uh, maybe she'll be calling us back in here if uh in fact, uh, if uh, dinner is not uh, not getting cold, hopefully it's not. But you know what? Speaking of someone that's on hold, and we're going to be getting back to him right after this break, is one Dangerous Dan? Someone has paid the ransom. My good friend Danny Moore is going to be calling in, and uh, Dangerous Dan is uh, is quite a handicapper indeed, and I'm looking forward to chatting with him about the uh, the Oaks card, and I'm also... Going to finish up with the Derby card, but Jenny is back, and okay. we're going to finish up with Miss Jenny. A, a
3: Jenny, I think those kids dr- dropped a call. That's been a <laughs> commercial, right? Except <laughs> you weren't proposing <laughs> to me, so we'd have to worry. I wasn't proposing to you. We have to. You know, those commercials that have the drop calls. But anyways, I was telling you about my um, exact advice in the Kentucky Derby.
0: Yes, and, ma'am.
3: Uh, I'm going with uh, Denise Candy. Okay. I think a Philly. I think a Philly could be tough. I think things are setting up for her. She loves an off-track. She got a great post. Uh, I'm talking about Devil May Care.
0: Devil May Care.
3: And in third, I'm, I'm kind of waffling between looking at Lucky, but also Mission no I think the Louisiana Derby winner could be tough. Uh, you're going to hear some squealing from this corner if that horse does win, because I had forgot about yeah. till until a, a friend um, yeah. mentioned this uh, last week. I didn't realize, but he had... Taught me in January and wanted some horses to bet in the future book in Las Vegas. He was going on a business trip there, and I gave him three. Two of them got hurt and aren't in the hunt, but the other one was Mission Impossible, and I've got a bet on him at 125 to one (laughs) in Las Vegas.
0: Well, that sounds pretty good to me. So we've got we've got your three horse box for Oaks (laughs) and Derby, and. Jenny, it sounds like I'm going to get to see you at River Downs this year with your girlfriends. Hopefully there's going to be some single ones Absolutely. with you. Absolutely. And this so summer I, at River Downs.
3: I'm so glad you asked. This, this, uh, I call it, for lack of a better word, a women's initiative. We might be far enough along where we might actually be a group. It's a grassroots uh, networking thing that our whole goal is to demystify oh, horse racing for women. And we're going to have our first uh, road trip to River Downs Saturday, July 31st. We're going to be up there, and we invite all the women in the you know, greater Cincinnati area to, to join us, to, to come to the races, and that there'll be information on the Downs website about it and in the program, and we're hoping to bring some women from Louisville, and we're, we're basically we're going to, uh, women that want to know how to read the program, we're going to teach them how to read the program, and I know you and John are really going to take great care of us and do a handicapping seminar, and we're just going to have a grand time at the races, and, and so for your male listeners, that uh, have a female in their life that they think should know more about racing, so they want to come to the races more with them, tell them about this. We're on Facebook. You can go to uh, facebook.com slash fate fans. We're called FATE. That's an acronym for females or thoroughbred enthusiasts. Um, if, you, if you're on Facebook and you click in the thing, you can go fate. F A T E hyphen, females are thoroughbred enthusiasts. we will get our page. We'll have details up there. Don't have them up there yet because I've been kind of busy with the Derby and we just decided on the date. But the other thing is, I'll also be putting on the Career Journal Racing Blog. You can read my blog at careerjournal.com slash racing blog. And we'd love to get a you know, a big gaggle of women up there from Cincinnati because that is such <laughs> a great party town and Riverdowns is such a great racetrack. We're going to have a grand old time.
0: We cannot wait for you to be there. I know that uh, John's down in Louisville, and I'm sure you're running him to time or two, and I'm looking forward to... to seeing you and uh, meeting all of the young ladies and uh, all ladies of every which way. I mean, I'm even going to get my mom down there to actually uh, kind of break, break her in and uh, to you know uh, to, to jump on into the game and maybe she'll see what uh, has been that burr underneath my saddle for all these years. So uh, we're looking forward to, to having you as our special guest. I think it's going to be a spectacular day. Our intern Danielle has been, uh, I believe, she's been kind of going back and forth with you. She's looking forward to it. John and I will be. It will be an incredible day, and they can always catch you at the Courier Journal, and uh, which of which I always yeah. tell everybody: this is this is one of the places you need to stop to read. Not only for horse racing, but now we also have some information about fate.
3: Absolutely, and people can email us if they want to hear about information on our upcoming events. Can email us at fateladies09 at Yahoo.com. That's F A T E ladies09 at Yahoo.com, not fat ladies, fat ladies.
0: (laughs) You got it. Jenny, on behalf of Winning Ponies, we would like to thank you for taking time to be with us and what an honor it has been to have on one of the best turf riders in America. Our Uh, best to you and yours, and have a great weekend, my girl.
3: All right, you too. See you soon.
0: Thanks, Jenny. Talk to you soon. Okay. They miss right. Jenny Reese, she's out to dinner. She's out for fun, and it's Derby weekend, so don't go anywhere. We're heading out to a break. We return. My man, Dangerous Dan, is online here on Winning Ponies. Mm-hmm.
1: The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They a ass and then move on. I just ready think that the coach made a mistake. crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, speak up, speak up or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. And they're off. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a 5 ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's He's got it With 2.8 seconds left From to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. <laughs> You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll free at 1 888 346 9144. That's 1 888 346 9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. Uh
0: Welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, and thank you for joining us for Derby Weekend. The talk is done. I think the great D. Wayne Lucas said it best. People have opinions and horses have facts. And, in fact, we have someone on here that does have some facts. They have paid the ransom. They've let him out of jail, and he is back in order. My good friend Dangerous Dan, are you there? I'm here, Ed. You know what? When you say it like that, it almost sounds biblical. I am here, Ed. I was like, "Ooh, here, Ed. <laughs> just kind of scared me a bit." Danny, it's good to hear your voice again, and uh, it's good to handicap again with you. Uh, you're one of the the headier handicappers that I know. You're uh, you're not afraid to make a play, and you definitely stay away from chalk, but you'll take chalk when it's necessary. So, always like to hear what you've got to say. Dan, we're going to start up with Oaks Day, and we're going to actually uh, we're going to start off with the of Troy Yen Stakes, and then go to the Kentucky Oaks. Is that cool with you?
2: That's fine with me. Lead the way. You know what? I like to
0: talk no more, and let's talk horses. What do you think? Let's start with the sixth race at Churchill Downs. I heard the weather's going to be pretty good in uh, race number six. The La Troy and a great 2 a mile and a 16 $400,000. Tons of speed in here. And, Danny, if you don't mind, I'm going to go first, if that's okay, because uh, then get me out of the way, and then they can write yours and pen. How's that?
2: That's that's the way it should work, Ed.
0: <laughs> I like that. You you're you're just so full of confidence and I'm glad you're back. Tons of speed in the La Troyenne and uh welcome back to Rachel Alexander. I'm not gonna play against her. Calvin Burrell uh won the Kentucky Oaks uh, this time last year, uh w- winning by uh a twenty and a quarter lengths. <laughs> just an impressive uh, impressive debut. Calvin was winning forty seven percent down at uh Dana Churchill. I like Rachel, and I'm just going to use it over the two. Marina with Jose Lescano for Michael Matz and Zardania. The three. I, I think that uh, that Rachel is going to be a heavy favorite, and I think wasting time is uh, is just going to be uh, is just going to be uh, you know just spinning spinning our wheels.
2: I agree, Ed. You're going four two three. I'm going four five three. Uh, I do like Unrivaled Bell a little bit. Uh, Rachel should win this race, I think, uh, probably opening up on them. She wasn't ready back in the New Orleans, lady. I think she'll get Zardania tomorrow, and I think she's back.
0: You know, I I agree. And, you know, Wayne Ponies is always on target uh, on the big days. Something I've noticed, when when I go back and actually pull it up, Dan, they they usually pull one out of the hat, and uh, and the thing I like it is like in tier two and tier three they'll throw in some horses that you know we may have dismissed, we may have let go, especially like we're going to key Rachel, you know that they actually key in on, so that they've helped me out a great deal, and I know they've helped many other people out because I've seen their testimonials. Race number eleven tomorrow, Dan, the mile and eighth Kentucky Oaks Grade One, five hundred thousand dollars up for grabs. I'm going to lead it off here. I'm going to I'm going to swing a little bit, fifteen to one along the rail. I'm going to take its tee time. Alan Garcia for Georgia, Rusty Arnold, and uh, actually three for three in the money lifetime. Ran a dirty next second in the Ashland. The thing that kind of caught my eye on the Ashland, Dan, was uh, going from uh, Gulfstream Turf into Keeneland Poly. That was the answer all meet long at Keeneland, the 15-day meet. You had to really pay attention. Anything come from Gulfstream, especially Turf to Poly was actually doing it. But now we're going to go all weather to dirt, and Rusty Arnold is 52% of the money. I like It's Tea Time. I'm going to use the three Quiet Temper, Robbie Alvarado, and Dale Romans, who just destroy churchill downs seven for eight in the money with this Philly, and then i'm going to round out with the favorite i'd be crazy to leave out blind luck Bay albejarano and jerry Hollendorfer. and uh, but you know what something i've heard about oakland runners and i heard it from a very good friend of ours that a lot of the oakland runners came out a little bit road weary might have been the track but i think blind luck can overcome many things but i'm going to go one five and three and my win money is going on it's tea time
2: Ed, I agree with you on it's tea time. I really like it's tea time. Um, she's my the horse I'm putting the win money on. Um, I don't think we're going to get 15-to-1. I've heard from three or four people that they they, they like this filly a lot. So um, I don't think we're going to get 15-to-1, but we'll take 10 or 12-to-1. And I, I also like Amen, Hallelujah. Uh, the race at Gulfstream, the, the Bonnie Miss, a, a tough second to Double Make Care. Double May Care is in a derby. If Devil May Care... Devil May Care was my pick for the Oaks when she went to the Derby. Um, it left this race wide open. I don't think Blind Luck's going to uh, – Blind Luck to me looks like she could bounce big time. She's going from an 81 buyer to a 104, and I, I cannot bet title pull either. I can't bet any of them horses out of the fantasy. I like Crisp for, for third, but uh, it's Tea time, I think, is a, a very live long shot.
0: You know, I, I think even Jenny said uh, – you know, it did, didn't look bad, especially at that kind of price and she stuff. But, Chris, but there, there's, there's a bevy of runners in there. You know, on, on the bigger days like this, I'm going to try to steer away from keying the chalk like that in every race. Uh, you know, I think there's so many and there's so much money up for grass. I think I think they're all hustling and trying and coming in ready.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and in sea time, I mean, you're getting value on in sea time. And uh, am I taking 6-5 to five or am I going to take 12-15-1? I'm going to take 12-15-1 on Oak's I'm going to try to spoil it. And you know what, Dan? We're going to try to catch together, and hopefully we do get
0: 15 to 1. All right, let's go right into Derby Day. We're going to start with the stakes races. Danny, I am hearing that it's going to rain and rain hard, not just wet, but ugly rain. This could be the Smarty Jones-type track, if you remember that one. It was just, just a puddle out there.
2: I remember it very well. You remember the for Gin track? Oh, yes, I do. Yeah, wire to wire.
0: Yeah, and that's that's what I'm really afraid of here. That in fact, you know, we're not going to see the best. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to hope that the uh, Churchill Downs crew, which which they do a stellar job, that in fact they they get it uh, they get it fixed up and healed up. Jenny even said, you know, you don't know how close they came to actually having to postpone the Derby. And um, you know, I hope I'm, that don't I, happen, I'm, I hope it doesn't happen as well. Actually. uh our good friend John Engelhardt said that uh, they're even talking about flood warnings. so when you're starting to hear that it's something to actually pay attention to especially when you're handicapping races and it makes you worry up a little bit but race number six we're gonna play it and we're gonna play it uh, play it straight out Dan seven-and-a-half furlongs, the eight bell stakes a uh, Grade three a hundred thousand dollar event I like the two it's the favorite, hot Dixie Chick Steve Asmus and Robbie Alvarado they team up 41 percent in the money to get the last 60 days I just talked about the Oklon runners but this one one by five and three-quarter lengths. I think you're going to you have to catch her going from six to seven and a half furlongs underneath. I'm going to use the one buckle-up buttercoast Julian Layproof, Reddy Keneally. Uh, I, don't think, uh, I don't think she liked the poly as much, so I'm going to go with the uh, two over the one, and then I'm going to round out with number seven That's vis-a-vis. That's Sean Mahan for Stephen Margolis, who just tortured them down at Fairgrounds. Actually, uh, I'm going to throw at that grade two Fairgrounds Oaks race. And who knows? Uh, we may, we may in fact, get a little nice race out of Visa vis but they're going to have to catch Hot Dixie Chick.
2: Yeah, I agree, Ed. Hot Dixie Chick is uh, on top as well for me. And uh, I like Bell Shoes, uh, the three-second, along with the one buckle-up buttercup. Uh, Bell Shoes uh, just was third in the uh, instant racing. Uh, Decelerator beat that horse, but I think Decelerator, if this was a longer race, would be a play. Um, I don't like the accelerator shorter than a mile, and this is only a half furlong, long, shorter of a mile, but there's a lot of speed here, and I, I think that Hot Dixie chick I mean, she's won her last four uh, to beat her. Somebody's going to have to step up big time.
0: There, they're going to have to buckle it on tight there. On to race number seven is the 25th running, the Churchill District. have a great two event, $200,000 up for grabs. Smart band by the name of Dangerous Dan talked about a – Fine breeding on the Polytrack Cactus Ridge, and he really got me playing this. But I found that this Cactus Ridge filly loves the turf. And here I'm going to go with the six, hot cha cha, three to one. James Graham in the irons. He got his thousands win at Keeneland, and I really, really like this. I mean, this this is going to be a nice play. The dam of this runner was a turf winner. She's thrown out three starters, two winners, and a stakes winner. I like the Cactus Ridge angle, Dan. I think that uh, she can go both ways you know with with the poly and And with the uh, with the turf there, so I'm going to use hot cha cha three to one. Uh, You got me hooked on that. And then right behind that, I'm going to box with the three Fantasia, Jonathan Sheperd, Julian Lapreu. Second time Lasix. Maybe if it's soft and it's good at that point in the day, uh, Fantasia actually might uh, not be five to one, and uh, we might be getting a little bit of price. And then right behind those two, Dan, I go to the five Tisquina, Garrett Gomez, and Michael Stidham, two for two in the money. At Churchill Downs and one for one on an off track, and now I'm starting to handicap for a little softer going there. And if you if you go back and and to to last year, a fairgrounds race in a in a hundred thousand dollar race this last time, a sixty thousand dollar race last time to prep up for this same race, the uh, the distaff turf mile here. So Dan, I go six three and five in the seventh race on Saturday.
2: I I Ed, I love hot cha cha, but. I'm going with Miss Keller, the one horse, 10-to-1 morning line. Uh, the horse just came out with not one or two times at Keeneland uh, Allowance. Ran a mile 135. Uh, that's, that Keeneland stretch is, is pretty long. I like, I like this horse a lot, Ed. I think this four-year-old filly, I, I believe a favorite horse of yours, mind you, um, was down along the rail, and, and he's going to save some ground. Now, Hachachow ran big last time out. I like the – like the the improvement factor I think will happen uh, was third against Forever Together. Forever Together was second in the Jenny Wiley, but I love Miss Keller and I like the three Fantasia as well. I'm going to box them up with Hot Cha Cha.
0: You know, Dan, you talked about Miss Keller, uh, JJ Castellano actually uh, started on your Florida circuit when you were down there. On the turf, he's 24% of winner, 47% in the money, and uh, Roger Outfield did incredible down at Keeneland. Uh, he's 49% in the money. I think if there's a yielding and or soft, I think Ms. Keller might be a player. But, you know, once again, we're going to have to, you know, just kind of see what Mother
2: Nature dishes out. That's exactly r- it. And if you look, hopped at the start, and the oh, final yes. word was Surging.
0: Very, very good point there. I mean, a lot of times the comment line will, will tell the tale, and and in fact, you might have a really, really nice one there. Race number eight, the Humana Distaff, seven panels, and it's a Grade One, three hundred thousand dollars. In here, Dan, I like the three informed decisions: Julian Peru for Jonathan Shepard, one for one at Churchill, down second off a beaten favorite, which is one of my favorite angles in the Madison, the Keeneland, uh, and uh, you know, I. I I'm not too hip on the, uh, the all-poly track there. It's A for 8, or she's A for 8 on the uh, poly, but also one-for-one one at Churchill Downs. Underneath, I'm going to use the two Warbling, uh, Ramon Dominguez with Eddie Keneally. And on the bottom, I'm going to use the 10, Mona De Mama, Joel Rosario, and John Saddle. I'm going to go 3-2-10 in the humana staff.
2: i am with you with informed decision, Ed. Uh, I was surprised that she actually got beat last time out, but it was her first race since the Breeders' Cup. Um, race. So I, I, uh, I expect a big improvement. I do like Dr. Zick underneath of her from the rail. Uh, Joan Scott, uh, not a shabby trainer at all, 16%. And I do like Mana de Mama for third end.
0: You know, you, you talked about Joan Scott. Uh, the Sormo's ridden three times for Joan Scott, three times and three winners. So they've got some sort of mojo, maybe a family connection because his brother Keith is a trainer. Who knows? Maybe there's a family connection. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's just somebody that uh, has their horses ready and, and Kent just polishes them right to the wire. And uh, But I did see that three for three. So, you know, it's kind of an odd, uh, odd number there. I mean, you're batting 100%. So, hey, good luck to it. And as usual, you are seeking a price. Race number nine, seven furlongs to Churchill Downs. Stakes great, too. $250,000. Dan, and here is my big play of the day, and, and I'm hoping just for just some semblance of a racetrack that it's just not washed out. I'm going to go to the seven Warriors' revenge. Four to one, Julian Laper and Ian Wilkes. Three for three at Churchill Downs in the money. At the distance, three wins off of four starts. Wins by a dirty nose in the Carter. Second off the layoff. I love Warriors' reward. That is my big play of the day. And also behind that, I'm using Munnings at 7-2 to two along the rail. And then I go to the outside. I'm going to go to Ventana, well, a little bit further outside. Ventana, 8-1, to one, Bob Baffert and Garrett Gomez. And here I go 7 over the 1-8, but the 7 is a real big play for me, Warrior's reward.
2: I love Musket Man, Ed, breaking from the 12-hole, 3-1. to one. Uh, Raymond Dominguez, 1-3 um, buyer time out was his first race. So he had two races this year. Uh he's had two races since the preakness last year where where he finished third. Uh horse I love at a price that is the five. Amazing destiny. Amazing destiny, however. Amazing you say destiny? It. Yes, you're right. Look look at his work since he's got the Churchill. Uh, um, th- he's fired off a couple bullets. He looks like he likes the Churchill service a lot better than he does Oakland. and his one race at Churchill, he won by seven and three quarters, allowance now winner one times, going six for longs at one oh nine and one and ran a one oh seven buyer. Now, take a look at that. This horse is going to be overlooked at 20-1, to 1, Lucas and Thompson. Um, I'm going to box them up, and I do like Ventana in the money as well, Ed. Third off of a
0: layoff, Danny, I think you might have something here at 20-1, to 1, one for one at Churchill. Look at those works, 47-3 and 3 and 46-1, and 1, and they say as a rule of thumb, and actually you need to score over the oval on either a work and or a race so I'm gonna go uh, with you there and I'm gonna use you there in a part of a super or maybe even an extended try to try to uh, lengthen it out race number 10 a mile and an eighth on the turf the Woodford Reserve Turf Classic Danny and here I'm gonna go with the 8 and that is Lou Breton 4 to 1 Garrett Gomez for Julio Canani the dam was a stakes winner she's had six turf winners from six starters and two of which are stakes winners. That last race on the poly, I'm just throwing it right out, but I'm hoping for 4-1 to one on Luperton, and can run on the soft and good uh, course. Julio Canani, big talker, and he can back it up, too. So I like Luperton, And then in second, I like the 7 Blue Street with J.J. Castellano, one of the most underrated turf riders in the nation. And rounding out my selections, I like the 3. Court Vision 9-5, to five. Robbie Alvarado and Dick Dutrow.
2: You'll love this, Ed. I'm going with the two general quarters. Eight to one, Rafael Bayerano replacing Robbie Alvarado, who's rode the horse the last three times. All second place finishes. Three buyers in a row of 101 at fairgrounds. Uh, horse has a little bit of second highest. I like court vision with him. I like him second. He never runs a bad race. Five year old, he's getting a little older, but I, I really uh, like him second. And the horse, I- I'm going to throw him for third is Blue Street, Ed. Uh, Todd Fletcher. J.J. Castellana, uh, horses coming out of a uh, of 99 buyer, a small grade two at Fairgrounds. Uh, there's one um, four in a row, Ed, so you can't, can't uh, let this one sneak in there and get you three for three this year.
0: Sounds good to me. Danny, 11th race, a mile and a quarter of the Kentucky Derby presented by Yum Brands. $2 million up for grabs here. I'll make it quick because I want to hear what you got to say. I love the one looking at Lucky, uh, Bob Baffert and Garrett Gomez had some trouble trips and you know what i think that's what it takes because this is not just an easy race whatsoever i love icebox the only thing standing in icebox's way is 19 others because he's going to have to come swinging 90 miles wide a big closer for Nick Zito both in uh, Jose Lascano I think is a writer that we've talked about in the past who, who's going to be stepping up huge 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 and rounding out my uh, my exact is going to be Patio Prado Cantosorma I think this is a very versatile cold here by El Prado and uh, and I think at uh, the bluegrass there he went from turf to poly and then worked to 58 and 2 in the slop if it's sloppy Patio Prado may like it Danny I like the one Two and ten in my big money is going on looking at Lucky. Who do you
2: like, my friend? Ed, I was all over the board here, and the horse I'm going to go with is the 16, Awesome Act. Um, everybody's heard the story about the Wood Memorial where, where he threw a shoe. Uh, you go back and you watch that race, and it almost looks like they were schooling him to deal with traffic. Uh-huh. And, and I'm not sure if he lost the shoe. They say he did. I'm going to take their word at it. But if you go back and look at that Gotham, he made a Kentucky Derby winning move when he went by him, and and I kept looking and looking. There is only ten Grade One winners in this field, Ed, and he happens to be not one of them. But I'm, I'm going with him. I like Sydney's Candy. Sydney's Candy. If he if he can get first jump off the turn when they turn from home, I know he's breaking from the twenty hole. If he stalks, if he gets in position, if Joe Talamo doesn't move him too early or get having too close, because this pace is going to be, I think, pretty fast, especially in the sloppy. If it's sloppy, he's going to need to be a little closer. But I think if he can get first jump on them when they turn for home, I think he's gone. I think he's that good. He reminds me of Barbaro when I watch his races. Looking wow. at Lucky, if you thought his trip in the Santa Anita Derby was hard, He's going to have a rougher trip, I think, tomorrow or Saturday. I do like icebox, though, to pick up the pieces, Ed, and I think Super Saver rates a chance as well. But my top choice is al Act, Ed.
0: al Act, You know, Dan, I, I love All Act, but, uh, you know, I just read a little bit of tidbits. There has not been a horse that has raced in England and stayed over there, and nor a trainer uh, from England that is actually, you know, mainstay is uh, overseas. that actually comes over and wins, The quote per Jenny Reese in uh, one of her great articles, per our derby. And, uh, but other than that, I do like awesome act, and I like member
2: selections the election. Remember Will Coed? I sure do. Same connections.
0: Yeah, same connections in the Breeders' Cup, and uh, Jeremy Nasita. he's a very fine trainer indeed. Dan, it has been a true pleasure, and uh, you know, I'll tell you what, it's always good to hear your voice, and it's always good to hear your handicapping. I can't thank you enough, my friend.
2: Ed, it's been fun Good luck the next couple days And I'll see you at the races You
0: got it my friend, Dangerous Dan He's my friend and he's a good handicapper Take it and write it down in pen Well time flies when you're talking thoroughbred racing Winning Ponies would like to thank this week's special guest Miss Jenny Reese and her Derby Insights And Dangerous Dan And especially you for taking time to join us The time has come And the talking is over Quoting Dwayne Lucas People have opinions and horses have facts so have a great Derby weekend. Enjoy the pageantry, beauty, and action. So until next week, may your winners be many and your photos be few. Enjoy Kentucky Derby 136. Oh, oh, you have-
1: Thanks for listening to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. We know the information from today's show will help you at the next post. Keep listening for more next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network.